Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with my mates. My mates? My mates? Like like my mates, yeah. Like We're mates, you right? Yeah, tell me you're not one of us. You, I've only just found out you've actually moved to Manchester. I've just found that out. I think we moved past that colleague stage. We're now mates. Yeah. My mates, yeah. I mean, it's a big... It's, it's you know, she now, she's one of us. She now lives in England. I'm like, since when? Yeah, 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 but don't I'm gonna. Do, um, what, what would you call it? A man, a Mancunian. Accent. Yeah, Mancunian. Mancunian. Yeah, an adopted Mancunian. Proud. Get Yorkshire accent. They're easy. <laughs> they're easy to understand. No, acc- I can't do. I can't do accents. I can never do accents. I don't. I'll never be able to do an English accent. No. Every time. I, every time. I do a Londoner. Everyone can do a Londoner. Try. Try. Okay. Well, the last time I tried, someone really took the piss out of this, and I was. But I was being serious. All right, mate. How you doing? Ready? I was like. Hello, mate. Oh, How are you? Stop, stop, stop. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. See what I'm saying? You guys, you guys hurt my confidence when I do try. <laughs> yeah, just leave, leave that as is. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll stick to my American accent, and y'all stick to yours, okay? Yeah, I'll do that. That's yeah, fine. Y'all. We'll do that. All right. Well, anyways, we're here. Uh, we're close to concluding 2020 mm-hmm. with Joshua versus Pulev. To be honest with you, I'm not... I, I wasn't sure if we were going to see this fight just because there were so much talks about Joshua and Fury and all of that. And so obviously that fight would trump any other, like a mandatory. So I wasn't quite sure what was going on, but, but here we are. I just want to get your guys' thoughts on the event overall. And, and does Pulev have a chance at defeating Anthony Joshua? We now know that Anthony Joshua can be beat. Um, and Bob Arum has had a lot to say about how easy it is to beat Anthony Joshua so, these days. So just, just your thoughts sure. on, on, all, on the event. So first of all, I like you, I'm surprised. We're seeing AJ fight this year. Uh, I probably said earlier on in the year, I just can't see he or Tyson Fury fighting this year because of what's happening at the moment, no crowds and business-wise, it doesn't add up. Uh, I think the fighters, they want to fight and, and they'll, they'll probably like AJ is, not listen to his business people saying, look, I want to get out and fight, which is a good thing. 
when it comes to the fact of what Bob Arum's saying, talk's cheap. Bob, what is he? Bob's like 100 years old. But what I'm saying... 89 yesterday. 89, good on him. So what I'm saying is, of course he can say these, and he's saying things to still throw that little hand grenade and let everybody think, why is he saying that? Yes, uh, Anthony Joshua showed he can be beaten. He showed uh, uh, there's a vulnerability. He showed there's a blueprint to beating him. So in doing that, what does that mean? It means he know, even knows how he can be beaten. So he's adjusting that. I think the loss was the best thing that could have happened to him because now he knows it can happen. Now he knows what it feels like to have everybody telling you how good or how bad you are. Now his attitude, his hunger has changed because he'll, he'll take that shit personal. From everybody tapping you on the back saying, you're brilliant, you're this, that and the other. The second he lost, I bet he saw such a massive change in people. So I think for moving forward, for, for this fight, for the, the Fury fight down the line, it was the best thing that could have happened. Yeah, I, listen, I was concerned with this fight. When this fight was announced, I was concerned because of what's been going on in the world and with this COVID, etc. You just thought, will we get it over the line? Will they both pass their test? We know that the undercard, we had a lot of people failing their tests and stuff. Joshua came in yesterday and I was thinking, please God, because this has been such a mad year. I mean, how, I concerned, thought, how concerned I are thought, you, are you about, uh, yeah, about the test? Oh, absolutely. Listen, well, I mean, I, I, I was all right because I failed one previously a couple of weeks. And I had, I was asymptomatic. I had no, so I was here. I'll come into the bubble um, for the Derek Chisora Usyk fight. I come into the bubble, done the same thing, got tested, went to the room. 24 hours later, the phone call goes. Big Neil, the security guard, and he says to me, Spence, and now he plays around a little bit. Spence, um, get your stuff ready, mate. Um, you, you tested positive. And I'm like, Can I? I'm like, go away, Neil, politely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I didn't say that. So I, I said, um, yeah, Neil, oh, Neil, I said, I'm getting ready, mate. I've got a shoot to do. And he's like, no, mate, I'm being serious. He comes up, puts all the stuff outside. I'm spraying me with fog as I'm walking out the door. It was like proper, but I was asymptomatic. So I thought if I can get it, and I was being so careful, I thought anyone can get it. And I, and I, I was just like, because of the year that everyone's had, I was, just, I was concerned the fight wouldn't happen. It is happening. Pulev's been here. Pulev has been unbelievably relaxed. He looks great, by the way. He looks in great shape. And I thought, well, you know what? Once AJ comes into the building and reality kicks in a little bit, you know, will that start to get to him? You know, the magnitude of this fight, will it start to get to him emotionally? Will we see a change in him? He's been the same today. The guy's focused. He realises he's 39. You know, he hasn't lost since Klitschko in 2014. He's won eight fights since. He's got good names on that resume with Derek Jazora, Huey Fury. So he proved that he can still box at that level. And he's come to win. And he's gone like, you know, and I've seen nothing in, nothing in his mannerisms yet to say that he hasn't done everything correctly and that makes him dangerous you know we, we look at we look at what's been going on in these fight bubbles etc these fight camps and we see like Dillian White perfecting who would have ever thought that you know what I'm saying is heavyweight boxing one punch can turn it around Pulev has got that in his armory he's got a good jab he likes a fight he, he follows a quick with the right hands we've seen the vulnerability about Joshua and that makes the, the, him exciting Joshua we saw that vulnerability but we also saw that Joshua can adapt he's got the adaptability and he'd done that in the return with Ruiz which was a great win so he would have learned from that. And Johnny's right. I think them sort of fights have put him in good stead for, like, now. He won't take his eye off the ball. This fight again, talking about the fight going out to the Middle East with Anthony Joshua and Fury again. You know, so that talk is starting to happen again. Joshua won't take his eye off the ball here. He knows he's in a real fight. Pulev, anyone that thinks, that, oh, they look at the name, look at the number, 39 years of age. Well, look at um, Povetkin, 40 years of age. Look what he done. Look what he brings to the table. So it's a dangerous fight. And I think Joshua has learned from his experiences. Well, Anthony also said that 
one of the things that he can't continue to keep doing is putting himself in dangerous fights, yeah. especially when he's so close to the, the mega fight with Tyson Fury. So seeing like now, obviously he has to get through Pulev. Do you think that Anthony Joshua vacates the WBA title, I'm sorry, WBO title, the WBO title to fight Usyk and to ensure that the fight with Tyson Fury gets made? I think there's very few fighters that become bigger than the belts. Uh, and if you're in that privileged position, it's a great position to be in because the governing bodies are chasing you. They're the ones that look stupid leaving you out. They're the ones that stupid stripping you, look stupid stripping you. We know quite clearly officially the, the, the best two heavyweights in the world officially now are, are Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. Uh, Anthony Joshua's next mandatory defence has got to be against Alexander Usyk uh, defending his WBO title. I think, and, 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 and AJ's a businessman. Uh, and I, I think, especially with that statement there, saying I've got to, you look, you look at the amount of champions he's beaten, and you look at the amount of champions Tyson Fury has boxed, and you think actually, uh, uh, Anthony Joshua's been in deeper water, uh, looking at it on paper than, than Tyson Fury has. So now he's got to use his brain. He understands his value. Tyson Fury understands their value. I could actually see Anthony Joshua saying, you know what? I don't know this WBO, I'm looking for bigger fish there, and those two fighting each other, and, and, and Usyk will probably go on to fight Joe Joyce or, or something like that, and, and, and have and hover around. Usyk wins the, the WBO title, for instance. Will he be considered to be uh, the best in the world? No, he won't. He begins to be considered to be the WBO champion. They won't put him in there, put him up there with the likes of Joshua and Fury, because these are the two fighters that are now bigger than the belts. They could they they could fight for no belts at all, but that will be one of the biggest grosses. The most attention will be on that because officially, these guys will be be the best in the world. You think he vacates? One hundred percent. Listen, uh, the fight has been talked about, Michelle. They've, they've verbally agreed terms. They've, uh, you know, so I think the fight will happen, and that will happen next. If Fury comes through, we, we don't know the situation with Fury at the moment with a Wilder situation. He might have to fight Wilder sometime in January, I believe. I think that's still in 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 the courts at the moment, but they're still deciding on what's going on there. So I think. He fights Wilder, he comes through that again. I think Joshua comes through Pulev, that will be the next fight. Forget Alexander Usyk, Joshua will give that belt up. He will fight Joe Joyce, who's now just beat Daniel Dubois, so he'll take that number two spot. They will fight for the vacant. Joshua Fury will do it twice next year, and then the winner of them two will then go on and box Alexander Usyk. That's how I see it playing out. I don't think that they're going to take that gamble. Usyk's a dangerous guy. Yeah, forget the fact that you know he's quite small and he's just moved up. We've seen that he's got... He's got a lot of attributes. Risk-reward. Risk the reward of them fighting each other is, is greater than the reward of, of Joshua fighting um, uh, Usyk. Common sense tells you that. Yeah. Uh, I can't actually see it going any, any other way. So for me, I think um, that's, 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 the, that's, that's the road. That's what it leads to. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk a bit about... First of all, let's talk about what Tyson had to say to you. <laughs> well, let's talk about first. We're being hovered here by Gareth A. Davis. I've not seen it. Gareth! And he looks so slim. He just looks like a, a slimmer, younger version of himself. Still got that big mop of hair. So how are you doing, my white chocolate? <laughs> There's no reply to that, of course. You know, I call you privately. That you're very dear to me. Sorry, very dear to me. Sorry, for, um, great interview going on here. I don't want to interrupt it for any longer. But I just wondered if Spencer Oliver takes takes a breath when he speaks anymore because that was unbelievable he, analysis fire. of the fight uh, Michelle you look fantastic great to see you I'm going to get out of the way I'd love to catch up with you later on yeah cheers right, sorry, to, we'll sorry to Bob 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, do you know what? You smell nice. While we're here, nice. here. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. What well, you got on? Oh, the hair Hold on. Ready? What? Ready? Ready? Wait on a minute. Oh my Sorry, God! Sorry, Gareth, you lost that one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you lost that one. Uh, Tyson. Last time we did, it was so funny. Um, no, Tyson. Yeah. So, as you know, when I sat down with Tyson, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, when I sat down yeah, with Tyson, yeah. he, uh, you know, he wasn't pleased. No, he wasn't pleased. But, but you know what? The thing is, in our game, uh, if you pick one fighter over another. Uh, people got to understand it's nothing personal. It's what you see. It's your opinion. I think Tyson and a lot of people are scared to to, to, to speak their truth to that because he's an imposing character. He's a big character, and he'll shout you down and embarrass you down. I don't give a shit, man. I'm all right. So so if I think something, I ain't got a problem in saying it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, I think with Tyson, I like Tyson. Uh, I like everything thrown about him, but I'm not going to not say what I think. That's what I think. If I'm wrong, prove me wrong. Um, so when he said it, I actually chuckled to myself. I thought, nah, nah, man, you don't want to go there with me because my mouth's too sharp for that. So, so you lose out on that. So uh, I just smiled. But Tyson's doing his thing. And Tyson, I think afterwards, probably realised I'm probably giving props to something I don't really want to give props to. I think it was, was it my remarks to, to him not shouting out the likes of of why or I can't remember what I what can't remember specifically I know that he said something along the lines but that you were a team AJ yeah, I, yeah that, that team AJ yeah I think it was actually the, the fact that you said that you fit you believed there was something in your heart that, that said not something in your heart but something in your head that said that AJ wins the fight and, and you just said that all-round ability and we sort of went on talk sport didn't we because I had the same feeling so we'd done a piece on talk sport and I said and and this was bizarre so me and Johnny are in the studio and they come in five minutes ago and go we got Tyson Fury on the phone. He's coming on the phone. I was like, "Oh, Johnny, he's going to go into you. He's going to go into you." So I was, I was, on, I'm feeling the same as Johnny. And it's not being a, um, it's not being a company man. It's not being anything. It's the same. It's what Johnny says. Listen, it's not personal. It's an opinion. And like you know, I think that truthfully, no one really knows who's going to win that fight. It's a flip of a coin. But you just get an, an inch for what you think. And he was like, um, Jim White had said, oh, yeah, we've got Tyson Fury on the phone. Tyson, um, how are you doing, mate? Listen, Spencer Oliver thinks that um, Anthony Joshua wins Spencer. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They straight called you oh out. God. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, why didn't he go to Johnny? Why didn't he go to Johnny? So I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, how do you think he wins? I just think he's got better all-round boxing. And he was like, and he started laughing. And he's like, but he was, listen, he was up for it. He was having a good fun. And I was just saying, listen, I just, there was something in me. But I went, look, Tyson, to be fair, mate I said and I'm just being honest it's just an opinion I said and we've all got an opinion but it doesn't really matter until you both get in the ring but the honest truth of it is none of us know who's going to win and it's not that we're picking a favourite or anything like that it's just what you go you just go for what you feel thing as an ex as an ex fighter you know when you speak to other fighters there's a different level of respect than when you speak to, to a reporter so 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 Tyson knows that Spencer and myself we know boxing. We may not know shit as far as he's concerned, but we know boxing. So his argument or his, his defence or his attack would be very different from what you'd get or from what Gareth would get or something like that because he knows we understand the language, you understand what's going on. So, so and he understands, that ain't no personal stuff. I think he's, uh, I think how he's, what he's done with the lights are unbelievable. He's a smart guy, he understands that. You know, Tyson understands that. He knows it's the game, right? And when the boxing's done and he comes over to doing what we're doing, he's going to understand that, listen, you've got to have an opinion. You've got to have a voice and you've got to say what it is. And it's not being controversial and going one way or the other. You look at the resume, like Johnny said, of, and, and Joshua, since his 14th fight when he, when he beat Dillian White, if you look at the resume, 
and the names that he's got on there, you can't take that away from him. And he's had that loss, which will put him in good stead for this fight because he's been in deep water, he's been in dark places, etc. So you look at that, and yeah, Fury's done amazing as well, and he took Wilder out and all that. It's just, it's what you go for, what you like. In, 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 in Fury, his dad. Because his dad can't help but tell the truth. His dad's a great reader of our sport, of the game. Remember when he boxed, when, when Fury boxed uh, Wilder, his dad was screaming from the rooftop, seven, eight rounds, it's done. They thought his dad was mad. His dad, honestly, he can't, he can't lie. So, 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 so uh, out of everybody, he said, uh, but with the Joshua fight, he said, that's a hard fight. Remember how he called the Wilder fight. He said, that's not gonna go. He said, that's a hard fight. He's a clever guy. Uh, enough respect for him because he knows our sport inside out. So no matter, Tyson will say the things that'll get your attention or do whatever, and he does know our sport inside out. But his dad, go to his dad, listen to what his dad's saying in the build-up to a fight. Listen to what he's saying about certain fights. He's your giveaway. Well, I think his dad thinks that he whoops his ass. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, 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 I, but I also... Uh, I'm just oh, joking. <laughs> I'd like to hope so. You'd like to hope so, wouldn't you? Because if your dad's going against you, you've got problems. But yeah, no, his dad is a great he's a great student of the game. His dad reads a fight really well, but he's very honest as well. And he speaks his mind and he says what it is. And he does say that, you know, he recognises it's a hard fight. Heavyweight boxing, man, anything happens. They are two of the best in our sport. I want to ask you guys about the recent comments that Anthony Joshua had made towards Tyson Fury, suggesting that he sign with Matchroom and 258 Management and help take his career basically to the next level, like helping him become a superstar. Um, what do you back and said, I'm into the fight again. I don't want to be a, a celebrity superstar. Isn't it, it, isn't it, isn't it safe to say? I know why Joshua's but, done that. But isn't that safe to say that? I mean, Tyson Fury is a superstar, though. Michelle, do you know why he's done that? I'll tell you why he's done that. Because we're starting now. This fight we know is going to happen. Johnny will tell you as an ex-fighter, we're starting now. It's all about the mind game. Johnny, the Ingalls gym are the best at that. They've delivered the best at that. They get inside the fighter's head. So you get the fight one before you get in the ring. Andy Joshua's done a very smart thing there because he's gone, right, he said that. Come to my management group, um, 258, blah, blah, blah. We'll make you a superstar. Trying to press the buttons because when you get a fight of this magnitude, emotions play a big part in the fight. And if you go there and you're, you're, you're emotionally involved in the fight and not switching on to your game plan is when you get problems. So Fury goes in there and like Josh has done a few weeks, right, I'm going to, you know, leave my boxing, do whatever. Because I said to Tyson on the phone in that talk sport interview, I said, what's he? He said, why do you think he wins? I said, because I just think emotionally he might get the better of you or whatever. And he went, what? I said, how do you win the fight? And I said, are you going to go and meet him in, in the centre of the ring from the first bell? And he went, yeah, I am. I went, that's why I think he wins the fight. Because I think if Fury does what he does best outside, you know, frustrating guys, using his height, using using his reach, tying the guys up. This is going to be difficult for Joshua. But I just think he might get emotionally involved in it. And I think that that's what Joshua's playing on as of now. One of the oldest tricks, I remember Nads boxed Steve Robinson for the, for the world title. And, and, and a great line was, Nads was like saying in the press conferences and building up to it, even though Steve was champion, I'm getting paid twice as much as you. So straight away, he's planting that seed of doubt in Steve's head. He's thinking, my promoter's paying you more than me. So go to his promoter, and his promoter said, nah, nah, nah. But then he's thinking, it's a conspiracy thing, he's thinking everybody's against me. It's to, it's to try and break the, your, 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 your confidence, your stability of your team. I don't see, I don't see. When you won the world title, didn't you? You've done the same thing, you got inside his head. If they hate you, then the game plan's out the window. See, I don't see anyone getting in Tyson Fury's head. Tyson, I don't see Tyson, anyone doing Tyson that. Tyson Fury's the guy that gets in everyone's That's head. What so not what the I'm, one who's... Who, yeah, but in our, historically in our sport, the game starts now and they try and win the fight or lose the fight before the first bell rings. 
Fury, we know, is great at that. And he will try and defeat Joshua before he gets in there. So Joshua is mostly involved. Joshua recognised that because he's a smart kid. And he, so that's why he's thrown that out there straight away. He thinks, I'll get in there first. I think what's going to happen is when that fight... Well, I don't want to be done disrespectful to, to nobody else right now. But if, if that fight happens, um, I could see it bringing out a different side of Anthony Joshua. One of the things that I did say to AJ, one of the last times I interviewed him, I said... I'm starting to see like him come out a bit more. Do you know what I mean? And and he was like, "Well, what are you saying? I'm just like a little chihuahua who don't say." I'm like, "No, I'm just saying like you're you don't normally talk, but I can see this being a really intense His language changed from when he got knocked out against Andy Ruiz. The first time you ever swore, hear him swear on camera, he swears. First time, and he's and and he's thinking, how comes Tyson can act the way he's acting, Wilder can act the way he's acting, Wyatt can act the way he's acting. I'm doing it straight, but these guys are still getting the props, getting the respect. So he's thinking, well, you know what? Because because away from camera, he's a lad. He's like everybody else. So 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 now, when it comes to that, he can just be himself. He needs to be his raw self because if he's anything else. Then he loses. He needs to be his raw self and, and fight dirty. So if he's got to fight dirty, he's got to be prepared for anything. If he's got to do that, that's the best way he wins. Johnny, people relate more to someone who is authentically who they are because I think that's one of the biggest selling points he's for... a polite no, he is. man. Yeah, but, and that's what but, you're seeing. But we, we also see him being very um, politically correct. And I think that's something that people don't relate to all the time. Well, I think what you're saying is, Michelle, is we live in a world today where people respect people being themselves and being and saying what they feel whereas Joshua you know we, in, the, in the past we've seen Joshua's very sort of like he's been very PC and sort of scripted in what he says and you know he is because we know Joshua off the cameras and we know what he's like and we all know what he talks like and, we, and then when you see him like when it, it, it was a little bit like you know like even like Naz back in your day when you, the different people in front of a camera when they are off like Naz was more like free going and just said what he wanted and sold a fight like that but he does that like that Josh and I, I think Joshua's starting to relax more in front of the media and be more himself. I think people are appreciating that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I don't think he's not being himself. He's just showing his polite, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. polite version of himself. It's how you speak. Yeah, I don't mean that disrespectfully. Your mom. It's how you speak in front of your auntie, your kids, or whatever. He's showing that version of himself. The other version, you poke him enough, you'll see that side of him. I've seen it many times when we've done the gloves are off. You poke him enough, there he's coming out. And that's what I think is going to happen with with Tyson Fury. He's going to do that. He's going to poke the bear. I do think ver verbally, especially if we had to do something like uh, gloves are off. I think I can imagine. Tyson um, Fury getting the better of him verbally. Do you know yeah. what? Well, this, is, this is how you know we're talking about a super fight, a fight that where no one really knows what's going to happen, what, how are we going to win? Because when you get a fight of this magnitude, and we're all talking about, I think he's going to do this, I think he might do that, I think he's going to, because we just don't know how they were going to, and, and that's the that's when you know you're in a super fight. That's when you know you got. When you, we're, we're all predicting how they're going to be, how the build-up's going to be, what's going to do this. Oh, round one to him, round two to him. But really, until that first bell rings, Tyson Fury is the most unpredictable fighter in the world out there. I don't think he knows what he's going to do until the first bell rings. Like Fury's like one of those guys that wakes up in the morning and thinks, right, this is what I'm going to do. Joshua's more pre-planned. Like everything he'll be doing is more premeditated. He'll have, he'll have he'll gone through all his drills and everything, but... When one of them gets tagged, that goes out the window. Well, we, you know. Well, we also know that we can emotionally jump the gun. Yeah. We have, we saw, all of us were guilty of doing it when Anthony Joshua was about to fight 
Andy Ruiz. We were all talking about the Wilder fight. Anything can happen. We know that Pulev's coming this weekend because this may be the very last opportunity for him to win a world title. He's 39, and his father had a prophecy for him. He wanted a son because he wanted his son to grow up to be a, a world champion. So he feels the, this, this, yeah. Since 2007 with his father, he'd he done an interview with us yesterday, actually, him and his brother, and he said, this is all about my dad. Yeah. We, had, we, 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 we took up this sport because I want, my dad wanted us to become world champions. He's got that extra little drive. And do you know what, Michelle, in a fight like this, that does come into play. Remember Darren Barker, when he, when it, when he went down against um, Gill, against Daniel Gill, he went down and he saw his brother. What I'm saying is that they play, emotions play a big part. Yeah. And, it, and, and he's been talking about that a lot this week. That's a good, that's a good point. For um, uh, Pulev, Pulev said, he said, we should have boxed, they should have boxed three years ago. He had to pull out through an injury. He said, I could have gone in there for money. Uh, I said to my coach, do I go, uh, uh, why are we doing this? Are we in it for the money or to win? He said, we're in it for a win. So that's when he said, I'm out, I'm pulling out. He's probably getting paid not even a third of what he would have, would have got paid then, now. So he's now, he's come for, to, for the win because they're going to could have got paid three times more yes. than one who's going in tonight, which makes him a hungry, dangerous opponent because he thinks this is the last time at, war, at this level. I've come for the money. I'm fit. I'm ready. He looks in brilliant condition. Um, his drive and his ambition is, is something you can't instill in a man. It's something that, that, that's from the heart. So, so that's why Aiden's going to understand he's in there with somebody that wants to. He's, a, he's on a suicide mission. Sorry, should I wear Kamikaze mission. As if to say, I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to leave it all in there. So this guy's not come to make up the numbers. And if he gets hit, he's coming back to put the pressure on. And Anthony has obviously learned from those mistakes. He's learned, you know what? I don't want to focus on what can be. I need to focus on what's ahead of me. And then afterwards, we'll get on to the mega fight. And it's, it's all about the apprenticeship. And that's been done. You know, you've got to remember, Anthony Joshua first walked in our amateur boxing club. My uncle trained him. My dad trained him for a bit. He first walked in our club as an 18-year-old kid. By the time he was 20... 21, something like that. He was Olympic champion, world silver medalist. He turned pro. So from the time he first walked into the gym until he went in world title, was like eight years or something. So by the time he became world champion, he was still a raw novice. He was still a raw novice, but people didn't recognise that. It was his sheer talent, natural talent that got him where he was. But what you can't buy is experience. So he went there with, with Klitschko, you know, where he tasted, that, tasted the floor. And then he got knocked out by Andy Ruiz Jr. because he took his mind off, um, eye off the ball. But that's all the apprenticeship for this. For this and, and do you know what I'm saying? And that makes it different. That Joshua will, if he goes down... He's been there. Johnny, you know, we, we've both been down. You go down. When you've been down, you go down for a second time. You, you're, you're not like a rabbit in the headlights. You've been there. You know how to deal with it. You know how to get over it. That will stand Joshua in good stead because there will be a lot of dramas. This is not a foregone conclusion either way. And I believe both guys might even go down. But it's how they deal with getting up and how they deal with the, the emotions of it afterwards. You know, there's, yeah, but Joshua has that. And that's why I lent towards him as well. And because of the defeat was the best thing that happened to Joshua. It's not a defeat that, the defeat makes the fighter because it's how they rebound from that. And he showed that he could stay disciplined for 12 rounds against Ruiz Jr. in the second one. Joshua's my mate and I didn't think he was going to win that fight. I said, it's too soon, you shouldn't have taken, you, you shouldn't have gone there because at some point you're going to have to stand and fight. You're not going to be able to move 12 rounds. He proved he can do that. So for me, that's why I say he's a complete package now, you know. Well, look. We'll see what happens this weekend. If all goes as planned, I think it's safe to say that the fight fans win. 
in 2021 Absolutely. with the possibility Absolutely. of the mega fight, the fight. I mean, I swear to God, I didn't even think we were going to get this one day. <laughs> Not to sound so discouraged, but you know how the politics are. The first time there's a thousand people coming in to watch this fight. Those tickets are like rocking on shit. You can't buy these tickets. And so it's going to be a different crowd because they're, they're pretty expensive. So, but this is how much people want to see this and fight. Tyson Fury might be ringside. He ain't going to be ringside, trust me. Why would, why would, unless it was Simon Cena delivered, why would he turn up to, to promote AJ's fight? Well, today that with Tyson Fury, I heard, I heard something going around today that Tyson Fury said, why would I come to this fight? Does he come to my fights? Tyson Fury's got a point, that's, that's you know. Why would either of them go to anybody's fight? You know, you're promoting the other one. So don't, don't. Uh, let's well, uh, Tyson. And try and prove us wrong. I think for, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm going to send him this clip, Tyce. Yeah, I don't know. Especially because it's us. <laughs> he ain't coming. Well, hopefully he does. I mean, he's unpredictable, so you never know. You know, he's, he's always doing something unexpected. So hopefully we can get Tyson Fury ringside just to build up the All mega right. fight. So thank you guys for uh, joining me and sitting yeah. down and having this conversation. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch up post-fight, hopefully. You ain't going in there. We're in a bubble. You're stuck here. Yeah. You've got the sixth floor and the third floor. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll see you in a couple of <laughs> Let me just get some lunch and we'll be back. Uh, I'll, I'll get an interview, interview with you guys tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What right. was that? Really? We got some more topics to cover. Yeah, exactly. All right, thank you so All much, right. guys. Let's go. Bye, fight fans. Sports Social Podcast Network.